Hey, what's up? It's James. And teacher. We just want to tell you a few ways that you can support us. Financially. That's right. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash show. Inside the Patreon, you can find a few different packages. You got everything from like a dollar all the way up to $5,000. You know, like if you're business, you want to do some advertising, you want to be a guest on the show or something like that. But you know what? We appreciate any way you guys would like to support us. This is just another way of doing it. Or access the shop at lastreart.gallery. Check out the shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace. You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. L.A. Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of L.A. Street Art Gallery, James Chen of... My man, my brother from another mother that isn't my mother or father. How, how does that feel? Don't ever do that again. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, bro. No, I'm kidding. No, it was great to see you over the weekend, man. I haven't seen you in a little while, so seeing you in person, seeing in the flesh is always good. You know what I mean? Dude, I was trying to remember when the last time that uh, we actually... Oh, that's right. Um, At uh, Willem's thing on... Uh... Oh yeah, yeah. Where yeah. was that? Uh, Willem had a, uh, a album release party. I saw you at, but uh, that's right. But yeah, when man, was that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it was a few months ago. But um, but yeah, man. I, I you know, like I said, one thing I hate about this fucking town, L.A., is that people make friends and they're just friends who know you, so they can say they know you. You, you know what I mean? And yeah. uh, uh, I don't. I don't, you know, you know me. I don't play like that. You know what I mean? If I, dude, I hang out with my friend Ben O'Connor in in uh, back in Florida more than anyone out here. <laughs> well, like I said, it's just it's just a weird thing that like uh, I I think it's like the whole celebrity culture. Like you know, what I mean, it's like you ask a favor when you need something because uh, you know we're working on projects a lot of times, right? You know, and people want to. Um, help with their projects right so anyways it's just something absolutely I, but i wanted to give a shout out to uh you know curtis to uh uh one good ombre um aqua silver Line. yeah they showed up also they came down to uh bergamot station i was hanging out there at uh, lois lambert's gallery doing a little uh live painting and um that's actually the beginning of a uh a really good relationship with lois lambert um and i met your i i met the new manager um Christina. Christina, yeah. And I was the first thing I said to her, I was like, dude, thank you so much for helping my friend because, uh, uh, you know, like I said, it's just one of those things, man. That at, at least on this show out here in LA, uh, you know, we try to bring people up and help each other wh wherever we can. You know what I mean? Because I think, like, uh, um, like I said, people in LA are assholes sometimes. So uh, I just figured. Sometimes. <laughs> all the fucking time. I, but I, like I said, I figure in our little network, like, uh, we don't play like that. And uh, like I said, we just try to be no. genuine friends. And, uh, you know, well, I mean, dude, I haven't really tried to get uh, a manager or um, really put my full effort into the uh, to the art business because I've been trying to, you know, be there for the wife and the kids as my wife gets her uh, writing and directing um, career going. 
And now that that's kind of, you know, on its way, <clears throat> the first feat was getting the book together. Now that I have the book together, now I, uh, you know, find a manager, which I have, and we slowly work towards um, whatever it's going to be. Yeah, man. I mean, sometimes, you know, I think the the uh, progress of everything could be, you know, always slow. But uh, I think as long as you focus on the things that you need to do immediately to get instead of focus on the long, long term goal, you know what I mean? Step by step. You will yeah, well, uh, the best thing to do is to, you know, have some have some goals in mind, but, um, realistic goals, you man. know, realistic um but don't really necessarily feel like you have to be on a strict timeline you know that's, yeah that's um, i think especially in the uh in selling artwork um or doing music you know yeah same thing that's artwork you know it's it's uh sonic artwork yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um but like i said man it was just good to see you bro um you know uh just wanted to kind of pull up for the youtube audience uh you know teachers out there doing a piece uh right there and there was a cool tom petty piece and you know there was a lot of people watching man so uh i, I was glad you yes were able to do it i met lots of people um and uh planted lots of uh seeds with you know um people that haven't really seen something like that before when when lois showed up and i had my things out there set up and i was working she was like well where's the shouldn't we have a sign for you or you know don't you want to have this like a little bit neater and you know tablecloth and all this stuff or whatever and i was like no no like, no no you put up street. a sign <laughs> if you yeah and I, I made sure that i was on the well yeah technically the street because there's kind of a little sidewalk yeah, yeah, there yeah. but when you put a sign up there people see the sign they read it and then you know maybe they make up their own mind they don't even ask any questions and if they have any interest at all then they're going to ask you know what's going on here then you have their attention and you know you go from there so um i was i was grateful that she let me kind of you know run that my way because um you know it's her gallery is the the biggest and the best gallery in bergamont station and i was you know going to be you know whatever she wanted to do was going to be fine with me but um she kind of sat back and watched for a little while and uh saw how you know and I was able to engage with people and um, kids, you know, grownups, everybody, and she uh, she liked it. So um, we are scheduled for I would say it was in May of 2025. Um, I'm going to have the entire gallery for a uh, solo show. That's awesome, man! I'm I'm real proud of you for that, dude. And uh, like I said, man, things and, and dude, I know that sounds like a, a while from now, which it is, but. I need to work on um, my notoriety, basically, because a lot of artists know who I am, but there's a lot of other people that don't know who I am, you know? So as far as like magazine articles and, you know, just getting my uh, name and my artwork known to more of the public instead of just the artists, um, we're going to be working on that in the next year so that by the time that show rolls around, you know, People actually know who I am and and uh, and show up. That simple, dude. Did you see these stickers I got from Eric's? Look at that. Yeah, man, man, dude, those look sick, man. I can't wait. It, it was basically, if you can't see, we are. Uh, there's some new green stickers of the uh, Teach the Painting Town podcast. Uh, um, 
I guess logo that uh, you know. Well, now it's on a. Uh, it's a, it was actually a um, Highway 101 sign that was on the side of the road, and I just went ahead and painted over that. And uh, this time I I flipped the um, the title, paint the town podcast around backwards, so that uh, you know it looks like oh man they misprinted it. No, they didn't. This kind of makes it makes you look at it a little bit different. You go, wait, that's oh no wait, what does that say? Boom, see. Then you get their interest a little bit longer. You get stuck in their head a little bit longer. And this being on a sheet like this, um, it makes the stickers a lot easier to peel. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to have this cut up. And um, you know, normally I use the stickers as a business card. And even as a business card, sometimes they don't realize that it's a sticker. And this way, it'll be kind of like an odd shaped you know, business card, which sticks out, you know, that's good. Yeah, that's so good point. That's good point. it's different. That's what you want to be. You want to be different. You want to stick out. And, uh, that's what you got to do these days. You know, if you're going to be an artist. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, yeah, man, I had a pretty good weekend too, but that was a pretty big festival that, uh, you know, they had over there. A lot of, a lot of people, huh? I was surprised to see you. Usually you're in, you know, some other state or country or, you know, uh, <laughs> well, hemisphere. Yeah. You know, you're 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 moving to Florida for at least for a short while, right? And then so uh, you know how to make sure. Yeah, an undetermined an undetermined amount of time. Um, I'm actually going to be taking off next week and driving, and I hadn't well actually I did that back during the uh, the pandemic, um, but uh, yeah, dude, because it's just um, yeah, it, it's time to have someone there, and <laughs> unfortunately. Um, it can't be a woman because as my dad is uh, progressing in the Alzheimer's, he's kind of reverting back to, um, I guess, being more kind of primal or whatever. And so anytime there's a woman around that, um, he does you know, half attractive or whatever, he, <laughs> he wants hugs and kisses and, and um, a whistle or what? you know, <laughs> well, <laughs> it's just not appropriate. He's like a and 1950s cartoon or something. He's like <laughs> Pepe Le Pew, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, these but, days you look at that cartoon, Pepe Le Pew, and dude, that's like a sexual harassment um, case right there, you know? Yeah, you know, but I mean, like I said, like, it's just weird these days. Like, uh, people are sensitive. You know, when I saw that and never, I, as a kid. Extra sensitive. You know, when I saw that as a kid, it never made me feel like I need to sexually harass somebody like Pepe Le Pew. It, it was just like kind of like a, it, it was a thing. Like, it, you know what I mean? It had zero effect on my psyche in terms of like. My, Agreed, uh, dude. Totally <laughs> agree. So as Yeah, person, I saw that and I was just like, man, I don't I don't want to. This guy's a little bit over the top, you know, this Pepe Le Pew guy. You know, maybe if I want to be funny, if the other person knows who that is, you know, but. Well, one thing is that I would understand if French people were uh, were uh, offended because he did offended. A, yes, he did have a French yeah. accent. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Anyways, dude. Um, I'm really excited to introduce our guest today, man. Um, dude, we had a little chat before, and it was a great conversation, man. So, uh, um, you know, he's ex he's a fan of the show, Mr. Grin, and uh, uh, you know, he's excited to come on, man. So I'm gonna go ahead and bring him in. All right. Welcome, Grim, to the show. How you doing, brother? 
better. Like, I need to learn this technology. I put that Snapchat filter with the old man. You're like, hey, what's going on? Like, I feel like that a lot. Uh, well, so dude, I, first of all, where are you joining us from today? Um, oh, this is going to be good. Uh, a small town called Gillette, Wyoming. Gillette, uh, Wyoming. Yeah, it's not too far from Sturgis. Um, it's in the the northeastern corner. So, dude, this James, this is our first um, from from Wyoming. I mean, yeah, dude, I am thrilled that we we're able to actually connect and you know and get it working. You know, I am too. I am too. I was born here. Um, I travel back and forth between like the Chattanooga, Tennessee area, and and here. Um, I've got family back and forth and um, everywhere in between. So, um, but I'm going to be spending some time out here for, for family and that kind of thing. That's awesome, man. Have you been to teach? Have you been to Wyoming? No, I have not. You know, I, okay. So <laughs> I came close. I went across um, South Dakota. I think it was no way. Um, yeah. South Dakota. I went across South Dakota because that's where um, the, um, what is it with the uh, Mount Rushmore? Where's Mount Rushmore? Oh, you've been to Mount Rushmore. Okay. That's why it's yeah. I've, I've always wanted yeah. to go, man. But see, I, I haven't been to Mount Rushmore, but I did go to Yellowstone, but that's on the other corner. Uh, oh, that's why I like you. Yeah. 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 That, that, you know, I've been to Yellowstone, but, but like I said, man, I always, you know, when, when I think of Wyoming, I normally just think about like a buffalo and a mountain or something like that. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? So it's just like, it's so awesome to me to actually talk to. <clears throat> Like I said, something that like something like grin that breaks the stereotype, you know what I mean? That is uh, uh, an artist out there, because um, like I said, I don't actually imagine anything. So this to me, this is a cool experience, man, just to get to talk. Well, to let me know. just sidebar right quick. When I went through South Dakota and I was driving up the hill to go to Mount Rushmore, um, I guess I should have checked the uh, weather because um, as I'm driving up there, can't see shit. It was just happened to be really, really fucking cloudy. And, and if you go up there at that time, then guess what? You don't get to see Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> so just a little sidebar tip for everybody. But um, dude, so growing up there in, in, in Wyoming, and, uh, and it was, is it a small town? Like what kind of a... Um... Well, Gillette is actually getting like to be the, one of the more populated um, cities in Wyoming. Most everything we have out here is... Um, small i guess you can say it um the town i was born in is, is worland wyoming and it's in the middle it's in the bighorn basin and we had about five thousand people growing up and i think it's gone down to about 3500 maybe um that's so, pretty you know, small yeah one, one of your concerts is pretty much right down um the uh gillette has got up to and uh, i i can't be quoted on this but i'm pretty sure it's close to like 50 or sixty thousand, maybe um i'd have okay. to check but Getting bigger, you know, it's their oil towns. Um, but are there any the most, high rises? Are there any high rise buildings or anything like that? Um, the hospital's got about 10 floors, I think. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, Cheyenne, got, the Capitol building, Cheyenne has got, has, has got a decent building, but yeah, if you're, if you're talking anything, um, urban, like not so much. Um, but what about uh, train, what about train cars? Oh yeah, see, okay, so we're gonna get into that. Like, I don't tag trains, right? We'll get into the whole that part of it. But I could. Yeah, so, you don't tag them yet. Yet. <laughs> um, 
That's right. Like I'm still on that. But we could. There's it's there's uh we've got a BNSF station. They're moving coal all the time through here. Benching is amazing out here. Um it really is. Um benching, but, just a little sidebar. Can you uh explain to our listeners what benching is? Um, I don't know what benching is, so I'm glad you're explaining. James, really? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Grin. Let us know what benching so, is. Whenever you know you're stuck be you're stuck at a train track crossing. You're looking at who's up, like or whose names are going by on the on the little art slideshow that you're offered at that point, and you're watching from the bench, from what I could gather. But I mean, mm. it's just watching, hey, seeing who. Like, I just we just learned something new today, man. And uh, no, what, no, 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 James, you or, did. Sorry, I did. One, one I know less, what benching is. <laughs> one less step uh, forward from being a toy. You, you know what I mean? I just learned what. Be- benching is that so Great, <laughs> you know. James, after eight years like i am still a toy i you could there's several other artists prolific writers that um will call me a toy all day long so it, it, it may or may not <laughs> get better dude Absolutely. i still do toy shit to this day okay i do too um i'm trolling when i do it but like you know <laughs> <laughs> like i didn't know that like i totally knew it i totally knew it and i just went for it like you know that's one of those ask forgiveness not permission things you know right right yes i've I, done I, that before i'm really glad Absolutely. you explained that like i said because uh you know in, in my vocabulary benching means like going to the gym man so uh bench <laughs> pressing that's what you're talking about yeah, yeah exactly bench exactly, exactly so we got how much you bench huh? how much you bench <laughs> yeah and i mean i mean i can see where like i mean before that, like benching to me was like, yeah, I got to watch the ball game from there, like not. <laughs> We're benching a grin. <laughs> I'm like, oh, right, coach, come on, one day I'll be Rudy Rudiger. Like, just give me that one game at the very end, you know. That would be pretty good. So, thank you guys for having me on. Like, um, this is um, I'm ex- I've been excited about this. Um, I'm gonna write jittery down as my uh, uh new nickname. One of my new nicknames. Um, <laughs> like, jittery, jittery. Why? Why jittery? Because I was like, oh, what do I do? You know, I mean, I'm not sure. It's my first podcast. He's like, no, everything's gonna be fine. You know, we like the jittery ones, and I'm just like, man, I've got a tattoo machine, a tattoo gun that I've started with, and uh, I explained it to one of the artists. I was asking questions. She said, you're just a scratcher, and I was like, she called me a scratcher, bro, like for real. A um, scratcher? The yeah. hell? Oh, that uh, from now in tattoo terminology, from what I understand, that's somebody who gets a machine, calls it a tattoo gun. It doesn't really take any apprenticeship or anything. Just starts practicing on skin. Mm. So, <laughs> rightfully, you know that that also now, makes wait, sense. Wait, wait, wait a second. So, a tattoo machine. What uh, I mean, what's the difference between a tattoo machine and a tattoo gun? Terminology. People that don't. So people that don't know how to uh, that actually don't like go into that type of um coloring book or well oh, I'm gonna get in trouble for that one <laughs> uh, <but laughs> the, 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 the don't that don't go the right avenues into that art area um are gonna call it a tattoo gun because it's not a gun it's, it's a machine they have a certain I mean it's like it's like calling a a, a, a can a rattle can you know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. You know, but here's the thing. He's staring me over here. You know what I'm saying? He's like, okay, we don't trust the people call. It's like it's like the Gatorade thing. Like if they say Gatorade by the real name and not the color, like there's something wrong. Mm. You gotta watch. <laughs> you gotta watch them, folks. 
No, when did you get your uh when did you get your tattoo machine? Uh last summer. Um I actually um I had had a fella do some work on my chest. Um I was a lot orca was breaching. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um but um and I was in a position that a fella that I know uh down the hallway in the apartment I was living in um I borrowed some money, said he was going to fix my tattoo, and, and I'm like, and it turned into one of those, like, oh, oh, so you really don't even have a machine, you don't, like, you know, shit, I just, oh, I just loan money to this guy, um, and after about a month of this runaround, I was like, you know what, you don't have a machine, that's cool, um, I just, I'll order one, um, on the side, I like, I'm a deck builder, too, so sometimes I have, like, fuck you money, if you want to call it that, like, extra disposable <laughs> income, nice. um, and that's usually what pays for a lot of my my uh my artwork but um but so i just ordered a machine money well spent my friend it is money well spent yeah so and then i get it for this guy and then he said and he's like oh you know i don't know if i should i, I can do this because it'd be easy for me to split you open this is surgical and i'm all like all right you two <laughs> you and me got about three hours let's get this you know so and you're still um, going for it with them you're still gonna let them do it no 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 i took over um so <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I practice on my arm a little bit, like, and it is, it is a scratcher. Like, I, I'm, I can't really show you like that. I mean, right now, but so yeah, I started going on my arm a little bit. Um, I've got a, 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 a Facebook fiance over in 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 Stoke on Trent in, in England. Her name's Sarah Marshall. We'll get into that story later. Um, but Sarah would, Marshall, like from Forgetting Sarah, she gets that a lot too. It's one of the greatest things. That, but no, it's that yeah, pretty close. Um there's a there's a there's a tail in there but so i'm i'm laying like on the couch like using the reverse mirror or the reverse camera to tattoo myself while i'm talking to her and she's giving me tips on how i'm doing this um so the oh feeling on that was uh fun so it's painful and adventurous and you know i take art to a different level i'm telling you right now. dude man you know what i, I like I, it. I was i always imagine people like practice on like pig skin or like uh oh yeah they they sent one of those in the kit, and uh, I didn't. I didn't realize that's what it was for. Later, I thought it was like a mouth. <laughs> um, and I didn't have the heart to tattoo anybody else. This, this was nice of them to send me a little was appetizer. Where I fry this shit up or something, you know? Mouse pad. Yeah, it looks like it looks like bologna. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that you know what I've been. I've been... I've been wanting to uh, get some more tattoos, man, because I only have one down my, my my spine, basically. But the thing is, like, I feel like it's like nowadays all the artists, they kind of judge you on social media quite a bit. And, you know, within an instant, you're on a flyer or something like that. People are going to look at you like what kind of person you are. You know what I mean? And all these kids, they get blasted up like head to toe, like within a, w within a week, man. Like, you know, they're like 16 years old. I was like. Damn, I I couldn't. I was legally not allowed to get tattoos back then. You know, you had to know somebody who had a tattoo machine. You know, so, anyways, I've just been thinking about it a lot lately because the, there is a lot of pressure. I feel like in artistry to kind of like look kind of like a radical person a little bit too. You, you know. Oh yeah, you can't get a a, a tattoo unless it's going to be awesome. Yeah, don't do don't do that. Don't 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 base what you do off of what they think. Of course. Don't don't. <laughs> of course, like yeah. Not for you, buddy. You do it for you. Exactly. No, I. I Grin. Go uh, so growing up in, uh, in 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 Wyoming, dude. Um, when did you realize that uh, you know? When did you like start drawing or doing artwork? Um, uh, from what I've been told, when I was about two. Oh uh, shit! Okay. So um, yeah, I definitely. I mean, I think we all do. 
really. Um, but I can't remember. I honestly, I mean, I, I've been in and out of it. Like, I mean, it's one of those things. I think we're all artists in different platforms, um, bit by bit, you know. Um, and I always like to draw, um, and things like that. I, I, I and doodle. Good. Um, hold on one second. Sorry. No worries, dude. That's right. You can edit it out. But um, no, I um, I, I, I like to tell tales. I was an only child, hmm. so um, I kind of had to um, I had to make a lot of things up. I had a great imagination back then, you know. So um, I don't know. Like, I mean, I've never gone to art school. And I don't think I will. I'm 43. Yeah, I, I advise I advise you don't. You know. Um, I went to an art school. It's a really nice art school. And I learned some, you know, some good things to know, um, color and design and, and composition and all that other crap. But dude, you can learn that, you know, online these days. Back when I went, um, there was no online, man. You know, like there was no internet. Um, <laughs> if you wanted to to learn things, you you actually had to go to the school, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I don't recommend art schools for uh, for anyone unless you just, you know, want, would like to have the experience, you know, kind of nice to hang out in, and you enjoy being around other artists. I don't necessarily advise always hanging out with other artists, you know, maybe occasionally. But um, yeah, dude, that's the, I learned more out of art school than I did in art school. So right. and I, I figured that, too. I mean, you were around when they had those those things called field trips um, to learn. When you had, to, you had to, you had to go, like to yes. the museum or somewhere to get, you know, hands-on experience. I couldn't like figure your bam. Oh wow, you know. Um, yeah, I, dude. I'm, my dad, my dad made a. Um, I used to be a a Star Trek fan, um, and this was back when it was, you know, like a new show on TV, you know, and they had like this thing that they would flip up, you know, and, and speak into or whatever, and yeah. uh, my dad made one out of wood for me. You know, and I, I played with that thing a lot until I lost or broken or whatever, you know, and little did I know that by the time I got to be 54, you know, yeah. happened much younger, but I'd have something that would be far exceeding, you know, what that was, you know. Yeah, that's I, I get that, too. I mean, I was I was born in 79. So that's the, you know, I, I get that. You know, I think I think just basically because of YouTube, man, that changed everything. You know what I mean? Like uh, in in my field, yeah. like for music, electronic dance music got way better after 2007. Why? Because all of a sudden people put how to's on YouTube and there was no school back then either, you know, for 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 music production. And all of a sudden, if you look at the sound, it's like everything just started sounding completely different. Like, uh, you know, around 2010 ish, I would say, you know, and I, I've asked many people and we kind of come up, realize that YouTube is a big thing, man. So, you know, I Ren, what kind of music did you grow up with? That's funny you ask. Um, and I'll, I'll try to give you the abridged version of it. Um, Worland, Wyoming had a radio station, uh, that had an <laughs> AM FM, um, and on an the AM, a, a single radio station. Uh, yeah, I will get into this later because, like, when it comes to artwork and 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 making changes in life, I did that too. Um, but there was an AM and an FM. The AM radio carried um, an oldies, and then your local um, banter um, politically, 
and then um, the FM had country music. I was born in 79, and it was uh, up until uh, it was it was September, like September 7th of 1997 or so that changed. Um, oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. Um, so and I had been working on a ranch the two years before when I was going to high school, I got hired out the radio station to run the board uh, to, mm. to like you would get a uh, the, like telephone call if you were going to do a satellite thing. It was a satellite, it was a phone. So if you're doing ball games or whatnot, they would call and you need somebody at the station to just turn knobs. That's all you needed. Um, and I, I, I got that job. Um, in the summer of uh, my junior year in 97, um, I went off to work on a ranch. And when I came back, they had sold the radio station and a new fella from uh, New York had bought it. His name was Bill Harrington, by the way, but had bought the radio station and um, couldn't find anybody to run the radio station. Um, so here I am, this 17-year-old kid about to turn 18. And he hits me up and he's like, look, I heard that you are the guy. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> like well, you know, and you got to think back when we're 17, like we're brilliant when we're 17. You know that, like we are, we are brilliant. And, and I knew enough to like get him through, um, you know, I was like, yeah, most music come from here. It's kind of like idiocracy when he's like, well, this one goes in your, and put this one and oh yeah, like that. But kind of got him moving, and he um and he asked me if I wanted to come back. I said, you know, I really don't, I really don't want to. Uh, I've got a law intern. <laughs> um, I'm a senior, you know. I got a Subaru Brad. I got things to do, you know. But um, I agreed. I and just because I, I grew some nuts, man. I, I walked into his office. I said, I'll tell you what, Bill. I will. I'll do it. But this is what I want. I want my own radio show. I want my own radio show on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays from my 7 to 9 p.m. And I want to play my music. I want to hear Smashing Pumpkins. Ooh, and I want to hear Marilyn okay. Manson. I want to hear Molly. You know what I'm saying? Like um, uh, like Sponge. That's who we're talking about. 16 Candles down there. I mean, and I want the, you know, Volcano Girls. I want. And um, I was like, this town has heard the same stuff over and over and over. <laughs> Yeah, I like, said, the, I like I, the entrepreneurship, man. I mean, you, you know. Well, he said, I'll tell you what, I'll make you a deal. I said, he said, I'll give you a pilot. If you can get people that, to advertise to advertise with you, we'll run it. Um, now, there's a fella named Pat O'Brien that runs a bluegrass show on Sundays. Um, and it's been going for a while. And he's popular. And he had, um, for just reference, not you'd say, don't quote me on it. But like he had probably like, say, 10 advertisers or something like that. And he's he'd grown these people like local businesses that want to support it over the course. <laughs> of um, let's just say the first show went really well, and I have some really good sales team, a really good sales team. But um, by after this, after the second pilot, I think we had, um, I mean, we beat Pat. Uh, Pat, I love you, but like, well, I mean, we had like 15, 16 uh, businesses that were like, yep, yep, yeah, hire, hire that kid. That kid's got it, you know. So. <laughs> So yeah, we called it after hours and um and it was and it was great. And it lasted about for me, it lasted about two, no, three months or so. I got fired. I've gotten fired from a lot of jobs, but hey, this one too. was fun. <laughs> um, I took the opportunity, man, and like um there was this really cute girl that I had I had liked and I knew she was listening. Um and I I, I had a little uh ask the audience thing about it i was like well just like you know what was the craziest thing you've ever done like to win a girl over and i took the opportunity to be like well there was this one girl that i i i got this little present for left it on our doorstep and 
I never told her it was me. And I knew she was listening. So when the show got over, she or like she got off work. She came to the radio station and like, I'm like, oh, sweet. And then the boss showed up and be like, yo, you got a girl like up in the radio station. And they're like, yeah, you're you're done. So I'm like <laughs> ungrateful bastards. You know, yeah. I mean, come well, on. Well, no, you know what? That that's awesome though, man. Like that's the plot of like a, a John Cusack movie or something. You you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but she lost the stupid job to go on to bigger better things uh yeah. but but the winner winner chicken dinner out of that one was that they actually changed the format of the entire radio station to um uh your your basic uh top 40 nice um, yeah so and it's still like that nobody's changed it again now this is back in 97 so i think we're about time to revamp it again um because you know britney only lasts so long like oops i did that again <laughs> so they're, still, they're still playing that <laughs> yeah you know fred durst is new limp biscuit they, they are hot it's, it's great metal. oh my god you know okay wait wait wait. it's a little sidebar right quick there um so you said you went to work on a ranch what, what were you what kind of work were you doing on a ranch um driving a tractor another round and another round and <laughs> fixing fences and um it's just it was out in Matizzi. The only way you might know that was from Beavis and Butthead that one time. But um <laughs> uh Sam May was the Antlers Ranch. Uh, my my parents were uh, getting a divorce. I was 17 and I didn't want to deal with it. So I went uh, a couple towns away and um had my first taste of like what working my ass off from sun up to sundown is like. Um dude, ranch work is no joke, man. Holy shit. Yeah, and I mean that's cool. You know, I mean, that's, it's not for me. I mean, it might be when I get old, but I don't know, probably not. Probably not. Like, I like to sleep in and shit. And like, 10 o'clock in the morning, they're like, son of a bitch, day's already done. Been doing this shit since six. You know, so, like you, do the, you can do a half day. You can do the end of the half day, you know, maybe have someone else start the, start no, the, uh, no, you make 11 o'clock and then, and they're having lunch. They're like, hey, just go on. Yeah. Like, you know, but like, I've got from 11 a.m. until like 2 a.m., bro. And they're all like, no. I don't work like that here. I'm like, <laughs> when they when the cows get out about fuck midnight or one o'clock in the morning, you don't know what to do. I'm your boy. We'll go there you out. go. There you go. Well, dude, where did you go from uh, from Wyoming? Where's the first place you lived other than Wyoming? Okay, that one's gonna be fun. More abridged version on that. Um, I moved to Virginia. That same when I, after I lost my job at the radio station, my mom had met a guy. Um, when the internet was still barely the internet, um, I met a guy in a chat room and moved to fucking Virginia, Harrisonburg, Virginia, James Madison University uh, area, um, and just took off. Like, I'm going to go be with this man. Um, and I love her to death because her commitment to her, that one lasted 13 years too, but like, who? Um, but she left and she'd been gone about two, three months. And like, I, was over whirlwind and in the small town thing and i wanted more so i got my little red ford festiva with 350 dollars of my of, of my year fired money i didn't tell anybody and i just got my car and started driving to virginia and i i spent like a good half of that in denver because i i i found it i had a strip club it was the first time i ever seen one and went out <laughs> <laughs> So I got to I got to about I got to about Louisville, Kentucky before I ran out of money to go get there and I finally had to call my mom, but um <laughs> money well spent, you know, for the, the time, right? 
So you know, that was interesting. But the thing is, I never told anybody in Worland that I was going. So like, they sent out search parties. Like people leave. Like, they just people don't just disappear in Worland. They're like, oh, like Sasquatch got him. Somebody's got to know something. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh, and then finally a couple of days later, I know I worried the shit out of my dad for that. And I feel bad. I still do. But, um, but yeah, like we we got that squared away. And uh, and there was a, a girl, Megan Seabrook, as a matter of fact, I shot her out. Uh, I got to Virginia and I was wearing my JCPenney Levi's and and stuff like that. And she's like, boy, we got to get you to uh, Ross or like a <laughs> something because you can't be wearing that for real you like i mean pull them up about three more inches and we got white urkel in real life in virginia that wouldn't <laughs> so bad props to that and i took the gene coast back to to whirling that next summer like hey check these out and you know i'm trying to bring everything i i get from these other towns back to whirling but um that's to, admirable you know? yeah but a bridge that teach um then I went from Virginia to back to Wyoming, then down to Denver, Colorado, then North Carolina, uh, and then back to Wyoming, and then Pennsylvania, and then Tennessee. So it's nice. Seven, seven states. Man, these are, Dude, I was yeah. I was nomadic like that when um let's see, from age uh eighteen or nineteen. I uh, no, I guess it's about twenty through um thirty-four or thirty-five, man. I was all over the place um what, what did you say is that what's that what was your i mean did you have a girl were you married did you get married in, in between those times or were you the smart one it's like well i'm gonna wait till i'm responsible oh dude shit. no i i was never gonna get married never gonna have kids ever you know like mm -hmm. um and i i was pretty good at that but then i guess when i hit about 35 um i uh was doing some little uh art workshops um and um started realizing the kids you know they relate and they respond to me really well because i'm always like a little kid not always but you know uh, when i'm around little kids and then so i decided you know what if i ever meet a lady that already has a kid you know i'd be totally to cool with uh, helping to raise them you know um and so when uh when i met my wife um she was actually gonna go have her own kid at a fertility clinic and um when she told me that you know i was like oh okay and she was like did you did you hear what i said did you understand what i just said and i'm like yeah you know that's that's what you want to do that's fine um now you know the long story short you know i ended up being uh you know the the father because she was just going to have a you know um whoever from a um a fertility clinic um and then so i you know eventually uh donated my way. dna yeah uh yeah, no not right, the old-fashioned way dude we did we did it through uh like gattaca man um oh God, but, and so we healthy. chose we chose <laughs> the embryo you know and they you know went through and uh i'm kidding um but yeah dude i was i was never gonna get married never gonna have kids or whatever but dude you never know and dude all my friends ask them all my friends leading up to that point like they're like dude you know Keith, there's no way, man. That dude's gonna be single. He's always traveling and everything. There's no way that kid dude's gonna have kids or get married ever. Well, dude, you never know. Um, but getting back to you there, when uh, when would you say you started doing artwork that uh, you know that you, that you sold? When was like the first piece of artwork that you did that you sold? Um. Oh wow. Um. 
That's a great question. Um, it depends on what kind of artwork, um, because, uh, I mean, I sold stuff when I was in when I was in school. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I that's what I'm talking it. about. Yeah. So, like, when you're in, uh, like, either elementary school or junior high school, I, or I think high school will probably be the. Where, I mean, I can't. I was hustling like tearjerkers in in middle school, you know, because like you could go to the next town over and they had tearjerkers, like the little What's candy tearjerker. Okay, so, um, you know those sour candies, um, like the extreme sours and things like that. Those yeah. tearjerkers they came out in like ninety three or ninety four or something like that. They were a candy that you, I mean, unless you lived in a place that didn't have one grocery store, um, <laughs> you know, you 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 couldn't get them. So. Um, and my grandparents lived in, in Casper, which is a bigger uh, town. So whenever I went to Casper, I'd find the things that you couldn't get in Orland. Um, and that's when uh, I started figuring out what um, uh, when uh, <laughs> marketing and uh, entrepreneurship is all about, you know. James but, um, just shared a, uh, a picture of, of what of the little tearjerkers. I, um, those, I don't man. know if you saw that. We had a uh, we had fireballs, too, man. The, but no, I just I just wanted to, you know. Give a little retro but anyways go ahead um you're hustling the yeah. things that you couldn't get in different towns yeah, so you yeah. Know, you're doing drawings of the of the tearjerkers or no 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 like um like the drawings were like i mean like mickey mouse with the finger you know what i'm saying like the no, like like no. like tattoo ideas and things like that for the older girls i was i was like a like a i think freshman sophomore and the cool thing was to go to this this bar uh this this uh this red little restaurant called crossbow um and it's gone now. They when they sold it, they they named it the Cow Tipper, which and I wasn't around for that. I missed that. But they would let they, we could sneak in there and smoke cigarettes at like 15, 16. Um, and drink unlimited, unlimited amounts of coffee for like 50 cents. Of course, we tipped the waitress and shit, but um, <laughs> so we'd skip school and go and like we were we were the hotness because we were, you know, we were reading Vonnegut and um, you know, listening to Vonnegut. You know, Depeche Mode and like just being like, oh, we're coffee drinkers, you know, and we're just in this hick town. Nobody understands us. And, you know, it's like that we were emo before emo was. You guys were thing. kind of like the goth uh, crowd, right? Yeah, yeah. Minus the black hair, like the whole, like the whole, like, yeah, like the whole outside of it, the inside of us. Yeah, we were just like, you know, rebels or whatnot. But he, what he was uh -huh. saying about the tear jerkers is that these were candies that you can only get in, you know, in the larger candy stores. He already had the entrepreneurial mind to like bring them back to the town and come back and sell them along with other <laughs> artworks. You, you know what I mean? That he was already had this like kind of like hustling business mind. I'm, I'm thinking, right, Grin? I could get a bag of them that had. I could, I could get a bag of like fifty for like seven or eight bucks, but then I would sell them for like fifty cents a piece. Margins, man. <laughs> it's all about margins, man. It was huge. It was absolutely huge. Um, yeah. I mean, I've been hustling my whole life like that. Like when I was about, so I started six or seven. Like I mean, I would go shovel walks when it snowed. Um, I borrowed the borrow the lawnmower in the summertime, like to go get some cash. Um, so I mean, and Wyoming, it snows. It'll snow in July if you're not careful. Like she's a she's a finicky little little. Oh. God but, damn, um, dude. Oh yeah. But um, but yeah, like I would start my day early, and I had a route, and I I had actually like picked up clients that like when it snowed, I had to leave about six thirty. School started at eight, 
Um, and my dad found my, my box underneath the head of my bed once. And I mean, I think I had like $250 and this is 1989, 1990. I'm 200 bucks is like, but nowadays it's like 800 bucks. Yeah. And my dad, (laughs) you get this money. And I was like, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to walk. I've got to, I've got to route, man. It's like a paper route. Like I shoveled this walk. And he didn't believe me. So we literally drove my, the, the route that I drive to school, I walked to school uphill both ways through sleet, through snow, like that. There's like seven or eight blocks stopping at these houses and he's knocking on doors and be like, do you know this boy? And they're like, yeah, that's Lil Jackson. And he, he shovels my walk. Um, and you know, I give him candy. Sometimes it was like, you know, two, three, four bucks, you know, sometimes they were 10 bucks, you know, like, it, and I took whatever I could get. And I do the same thing with artwork now. Um, with the budget thing you know i mean if you're michael phelps you got 10 but or like or you represent michael phelps and you got 10 grand to pay me i'll take it um but if you want me to do like uh, the side of your house and you, you pay for paint and give me like 100 bucks like uh yeah i'll do it you know i mean that's the whole um well someone has to be like you know as far as i'm concerned that person would have to be a pretty good person you know like either have do you, like, tell- you know charity work or, or take care of people or something like that you know, you got to have some kind of very, very redeeming qualities if you're going to get, you know, some kind of a break, uh, you know, in price from me. Well, I see. And I think I think that, in that I mean, because I'm a I'm fairly decent judge of character. I'm an empath. I'm trying to get I'm trying to square with that because it gets me fucked a lot. But oh, yeah, um, I can I'm getting to the point where I mean, I'm a pretty good judge of character. And more than anything, if I see that you've been following me in my little my little art world, like. Cause I started spray, like spray painting and doing this shit back in 2015, 16. So I've, I've only been doing this, the, the murals of spray paint for like, I guess eight years now, which I tried to make a nonprofit out of. We'll get into that in a minute, but. Well, when, um, when did you start in 2015? Um, I, I just went, well, okay. So I went to Wildwood, New Jersey. Uh, my ex-wife's family is up from Pennsylvania. And we went to Wildwood and on the, on the boardwalk was a fellow named Joshua Moonshine. And he had the top hat and he had the pretty girl, like it was like a boxing round. And he had like the, he had like, uh, James, like your music, like he had good music. And this dude was like spray painting this painting right in front of him and he was popping around and throwing plates and then bing, bam, like there's the universe and things like that. And uh, I was like, holy shit. And then he's like, yeah, I want 400 bucks for this shit. And I'm like, that was four minutes for 400 bucks. Now, you know me, I like to think of a business mind. I'm like, son of a bitch. I bet this guy makes a lot of money. Um, and again, I mean, now, I know, now that I know the world of art, like, that's why you want to sell one for 400 bucks. You know what I'm saying? Just one. Um, but I was like, you know, he, he did one and then my ex-wife was like, Hey, you know, let's go. I want to go. And I'm like, let me watch this just a little bit longer. Cause I want to see what he's doing. Cause like, in my mind, if you can do it, I can do it. You know, like, I mean, I want to see how you do it and I'm going to practice and the first 17 or 1700 i don't care how many times uh, i try i might fail but i'll get it you know um nice and- i love the love that attitude man that's great attitude yeah man because yeah. it's like no i especially you know people say oh that person's really lucky it's like dude they don't see the hours and hours of work that people put behind it you know what i mean and uh, practice every yeah. time i hear yeah. that i just say practice oh i can't i couldn't draw flies i'm like practice you know <laughs> for real um but the thing about it was is i was like and i watched and like i was like i think i can do that so i got back i got back to the to uh we were living in uh in chattanooga at the time and um 
I, I built I built this little shed out in the backyard of this rental unit that we had, and it was a booth. It wasn't it wasn't seven foot tall. I'm only I'm six foot, so I had about a foot. Uh, seven foot tall. <laughs> it might have been four. I think it was like four foot wide, and like it was close to four by like four by eight. You know, I mean, like a sheet. Like it was a box. It really wasn't much bigger than that. Um, and I actually didn't put ventilation in that some bitch until about a month after doing it. So like, oh, yeah. I, yeah, like I'd be like done with like ten paintings. I'm like, this is great. I can't walk. Um, <laughs> you know. So it took me a minute to figure that part out. Hey, I want to pull up <laughs> something real quick. I actually found the guy that uh, uh... yeah, that's him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was doing the. Uh, I guess. You know, so people are asking well, what happened to him. So that's it's pretty interesting, man. Like, you know, you can create your own little uh, community. He was okay. so, and I, I got to talk to him uh, several times in the beginning when I started too. Um, and he was definitely like, when you get into a certain, a certain plateau in artwork, I feel when you start really realizing that, like, what humans are and what we are, what we, what life is conditioned to be i mean it's like seeing with the glasses that you can never take off that kind of thing and i'm and and totally you know i know and he said i mean and i'm like why would you think that i mean i'm just i'm so excited to be able to like just create something beautiful and he's you know he sent me a couple pictures of things like the holocaust and whatnot he's like people fucking suck and i'm just like you know at first i was like wow like you do all this great shit and inspire people and 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 I I believe, and it's in my humble opinion, but any artist that really starts getting in well into it is going to go through those times where we, it just, it seems dismal, you know? Oh, absolutely. Uh, and, and you forget how many people you really inspire and how many, you know, how many, like, and I hate to say, I, you can call them fans all you want to. So I, uh, supporters, I think is the best way I would want to put that, but. Yes, even I agree. In my times, I've forgotten, you know, I've, I've, I mean, I got it in my head too much and I'm, it's, it's, that's selfish and I know it, but I forget that there's people out there waiting for me to put something out because, you know, it's, you know, they've been following it, you know, and like, it's, 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 it's inspirational, you know, um, we, all, we all need that reminder, man. Like, honestly, it's like, uh, I think, especially for music, for me, like I get that all the time, man. I'm so grateful I do this podcast because I get to talk to artists of different sorts and uh, like i said it's a nice reminder of why i fucking started uh doing anything creative in the first place because i actually i first started doing this podcast to help out my friend like <laughs> you know what i mean to help my exactly and it wasn't even like hey i'm trying to become a world-class music producer like what the fuck happened hey you can check out the podcast and see how the fuck that happened <laughs> like you know what i mean so it's about inspiring others like you say you know what i mean just like uh like you said Dude, Grin, this guy mind. this guy was a drug dealer Okay, when I met him, pharmaceutical <laughs> rep, you know, fancy name, whatever. I mean, he was, he was, he was not selling illegal now. drugs. Okay, <laughs> he was selling legal drugs, but he was a fucking drug dealer, right? I mean, are you selling cases? Are you selling bottles? Are you doing nickel bags like five bucks, little man? Put that shit in my hand, you know? To be honest, I did. He's one of my heroes, straight up. I love Jay. Dude, hell yeah, man. Jason Mewes, man. Jay, dude, Jane Silent Bob is my shit, man. Like, uh, but you know what? Yes. If you watch those, if you watch those movies again, I recent <laughs> I didn't watch Clerks 3 yet, but I watched Clerks 2, and I'm like, oh man, this is not 
this did not age that well. This is like, <laughs> in terms of offensiveness to the younger people, you, you know what I mean? But, uh, but uh, dude, I love everything that Kevin Smith does, man. He's a fucking true soldier, dude. And I was in the church bus, but my friend Ben uh, had told me about Clerks because he just made a reference before. So I think I must have been like 14 or something like that. And he just made the reference. He's like, dude, check this out. I think I can see, I think I can see your lungs or something like that in the the quote. And I'm just like, what did you say? And so we watched Clerks and it was the black and white version when he was. Yeah, the first one. <laughs> the pinup and things like that. And I'm, oh, he said, dude, check this out. I think I can see your kidneys. And I was like, and that, like that movie had like some offensive shit in there that I, I mean it was funny don't get me wrong i love kevin smith like that um that like for sort of little kid in wyoming who like a boob is crazy like this is breakthrough you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> no honestly it's just like so much easier it's true man when we were kids like if there was a fucking movie with a boob in it, man, like you were you were rewatching that part over and over again, man. You had no dude. I had the Sears catalog. Okay, I had the Sears catalog <laughs> bra section. That right. was my penthouse, you know. You know right, and the and the TV screen that would like stay straight for about five seconds, and then like oh, yeah. the, the, the blah. Dude, yes, yeah, yeah. I remember a, those. As a kid, I used to watch Scramble Porn Man. You know, you know, no, no. That's <laughs> it. Oh, oh. They have that, that going on in the background, Bubba. But um, <laughs> dude, yeah. Grin, when did how did you get up? Uh, how did you end up in uh, California? Okay, so that's a that's a good one. Um, my uh, I, I met her, her through her name is Robin Ickes, um, and Mike Adkins too. Um, I met them at JMU when I was because I fit I when I left high school I actually finished high school in Virginia, but I got there and I already had because Wyoming's. Uh, credits for high school were different from Virginia. So I already had like six credits more than I needed even to, to graduate. But they're like, well, you got to take a class or two. So I'm hanging out with college kids. Um, and those college kids ended up working for Zuckerberg in Palo Alto. Um, wow. And, Damn. Yeah. So when I'm, and they believe, and Robin always, and I love her to death, believed in me. I was buying drywall from Lowe's and putting oops paint on them for canvases because it was cheap. Um, I could make <laughs> out of a out of a piece of drywall. I could pop. I could probably get away with like eight or nine, of like you know, good size paintings and whatnot. But I had a stock of like, like I'm a, there must have been fifty or sixty paintings, and I'm just like, and I was trying everything I could to sell them. And she came up with a brilliant idea that she that that she sponsored me to drive out there to see her, but to take all my paintings and leave them in a trail across you know across the country. Um, Nice. And I, yeah, I still do that. I still do the free art drop thing. Um, uh, every, you know, in, in good spots. Um, but um, so I drove all the way out there, and that was when Instagram campus was still being built. Um, <laughs> it was just, it was, it was a, a gorgeous, gorgeous experience too. And I mean, it just felt good that somebody finally believed in me. And she definitely tried to tell me, you know, about the, you know, the parameters of social media because you are going to get judged for it. And uh, um, oh, yeah. like. You know, she's like, just think like Jennifer Aniston because she's so sweet and she never fires back at negativity. And I do. <laughs> oh, I do. Um, and I, I mean, I the first time I caught a troll was in. Um, well, so that goes back into it. I, I built that little that little shop in the back of my in the backyard. And I got on this I got on this website called Space Painting Unlimited. And um, uh, there was a couple of them, Space Painting Unlimited and um, something else. And. It was run by, I mean, there was a, there was probably, I don't know, 50 of us or something in there. 
and we're all doing you know like the, the space paintings and learning you know that and i thought that was cool um for about two months and then i was like guys when are we gonna do something besides paint fucking planets you know um and i just I, I got I got I got harped on and I found a troll and, and he he said so he's like you're not even an artist like you know make a thousand paintings and go back and talk to me and back then I was like that's fucked up dude you don't you don't you don't tell the kid in the wheelchair that he can't try to stand up like that okay <laughs> like and just just like grandma like buying into like this like trolling like well, what did he say I'll get that I'm gonna take my walker go beat the shit out of him and like you're he's in India grandma don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I fell right into it you know yeah you know you know sometimes like when you dunk on somebody online it feels good initially you know and then it, it, i start to feel bad about it later on too i'm like oh, i should have said that like y you know what i mean so i mean the best thing not to do i think just ignore trolls a lot of times right just like uh you know respond to the positive one thank people for for their support but I know what you Oh, mean. dude, I made a big mistake of, um, yeah, confronting a, uh, a situation, and um, it actually ended up getting pretty scary, and um, I could never really tell that full story because of um, who ended up getting involved with it, but um, that experience alone helped me to learn to just, you know, when someone's coming at you like that, it is so easy to hit delete block yeah so See, I, but here's here's where i stand on that uh, one of my big things and i say this i paint this all the time is you know we don't blow other people's candles out to make our shine brighter should be everybody's motto you know i get that you know i like that, but on yeah, the other I like hand, that. things but on the other hand and this is most i mean this goes into most recently in the alley in the alley in chattanooga man i'll tell you what them bullies suck um and the thing about it is is like what I thought I was doing in Chattanooga was a uh, permission wall. Um, now, know this. We'll make this kind of as quick as possible. But um, so, I, you know, I painted one. I mean, I had asked the, one of the business owners what was up. And the first round I got, you know, you know, people don't paint in the alley, you know, because there was some good artwork up. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I got to the point where I was like, all right, well, fuck it. I'm going to put up one character. Um, and I did. And then I went and talked to the owner, got him, it was near closing of the bar. And I was like, hey, you mind taking a walk with me and talk, and really talking to me about this alley, you know, who's, you know, who runs it and um, that kind of thing. And he, and we, he started saying, okay, well, the, the business is always on this. Jim uh, is the vice president of this company who I talked to. And then um, the downtown association is, and I talked to them and um, later, but he's like, you know, if, you, if people don't have any skill campaign. And I was like, and we walked by my character. I was like, well, I did that one. And he's like, oh, okay. So then it's just like, oh, open door number two, you know? And he's like, okay, well, that wall is probably pretty good. You know, don't, you know, try not to go over this, that, and the other. And that wall, they were going to sponsor some artists. And, you know, the bureaucracy of art is retarded. So we don't know what's happening right now. Um, and I'm like, all right. So I, it was kind of like a green light for me, for what I understand. As long as I don't put shitty shit up. But there was the uh, the bartender bar back. I'm I'm sure he's gonna hear this shit. So fuck him. And I don't mean to say it like I do. <laughs> fuck him in a lovely way, dude. I say it all no, the time. No, no. It's been an epic fucking battle, and I've tried to get this guy to be my friend so many times, and it's just it's never gonna happen. Um, but 
like I got I had like one or two little characters up, got the third one up, and I ran into him and um in the alley and he's just like your characters suck. You look they look like a fucking three year old did it. Dude, you're not a fucking freaking and I can he okay now he's a writer. Up until that point, I have been permission commission only, so I'm I'm kind of a mural artist. Might do shitty small character like cartoon characters, but that's my style. Like I, I own that. Um, I'm, 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 the next post that I make is going to be 1300 posts on Instagram so everything on Instagram has been my journey But so you can tell I got a style once my fans know it and he's like if you paint one more character in the alley I'm going to cap your shit and James I don't know if you know about that one uh, if, if they're going to if a writer's going to cap you that means they're going to go over your shit like, yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah yeah and the whole toy thing like you know like a toy would just like not follow the rules of graffiti which is like these go over these and you know what level you are and what up so um and he told me my jacking yeah so he told me my art sucked and and i was like you know what and i actually just got a deck job so i was like fuck him i went and bought 114 cans and i put 54 characters up in that alley in like two or three days <laughs> and it was like, oh yeah is there you the go you're gonna you know? need a lot of paint if you're gonna cap me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I did, and I and I fucking um that okay. So that one, that wall right there was actually um uh was a permission wall, which is pretty cool. But the anything that's before awesome. That, I love it. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that one was fun. But I love Mario yeah, too, same, man. Yeah, same. So that's my character style. So, but so he saw it. But the last thing I wrote was um, you know, I said I I said you're gonna go broke trying to cap my shit, and you're a barback. <laughs> Um, and, um, I mean, and, 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 and he did, but now the reason he did was this, he had run into me a couple times in the alley and, um, and he had told me what he wanted me to do. Like, I mean, what to do? Like, oh, you got to do it like this, got to do it like this. And I did exactly opposite of what he said. And then when he got mad about it, like, this is where I start trolling. And I'm just like, what? I don't understand. Explain these rules to me. Like, what do you mean? You know? And like. And I just, I mean, I, 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 I feel this fire a lot. I can admit that now, you know, I'm just as much of a villain as he is. Um, so, um, and it just, it just more and more, like I, I got into it. Like, I mean, I just got him, I made, I made him mad. And um, so he did, he finally did. He, he capped a lot of my stuff and I'm just like, all right, here we go. You know? So um, when you, your, your tag, let's just say you're, you're, you know, as grin, you know, I put a throwy up, right? It'd just be like the bubbles of GR grin, you know. So, and I'm trying to learn the, the rules and whatnot. So he he put throwies over my stuff, um, and um, what I would what I started doing is like, well, he does, he he doesn't want me to paint um, around him, so I would fill in his uh, his throwy with my art, and I would stay inside the lines. So I would paint. Oh wow, dude! Yeah, so. I mean, and I don't know. I mean, the rules of graffiti are kind of hardcore. And I know in some places you could probably get shot for this shit. I know there's been some really fun. Well, I mean, not even fun. There's just been some prolific activity when it comes to like real writing and real graffiti. Like if you want what that is or what it used to be, you know. So um, and I didn't expect anything out of him like that. Like, I mean, and again, like, I mean, the guy's threatened to beat my ass so many times. And like, I know and I and I still talk shit. Um, and I mean, he's caught me in the alley a time or two. And uh, like, I mean, at one point, I I had a a, a paste up, which uh, teach. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. I've been I've been using canvas, like I mean, leftover canvases for paste up, not paper. Mm. And, oh, wow. and I'll, 
And I'll glue them up, you know, like holy uh, cow, good luck getting that off. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Gwyn, Gwyn, so tell me about this piece, man. Uh, what is it called? Is this one of the pieces that you dropped uh, along the way? Um, no, that was okay. So there, that's a girl. Um, that Bobby, Bobby Brom. Um, she was a little pool player, and I, I, I liked her. <laughs> so if I like, um, if I'm interested in folks, let's just put it that way. Um, I'll definitely. <laughs> I'll paint for him, and she was cute. She's a little pool player, and she was really, she's good, um, young but good. Um, and I, 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 I love playing billiards. I was captain of a pool team, and awesome, uh, she, man. I wasn't very good at doing some portraits and cartoons at the same time. So that was one of my practice runs. Dude, that that was a dope one. What about these characters, man? Where did you come up with these characters? Oh, I okay. So that one is original. The rest of them, uh, I bite. I bite like a bastard. Um, and I do it to the point where I I try to stay around the 70th percentile of plagiarism so that you can't get me for copyright infringement. And some artists get really pissed off when you do that. Some artists are, that was the um, You know what? I, the more I learn about being an artist, man, the funnier that is to me, dude. Like, you, you know what I mean? Because, uh, you know, there's only so many shapes, man. Shit, right? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, the thing about it is, is I'm, I've, a lot of them, I really wish they would understand what a compliment it should be to them. Yes, that I'm trying exactly. to exactly, dude. That's exactly what I was just going to say. You know, I mean, um, at this point in time in in the history of art, it's really hard to find something that hasn't at least been done a little bit. You know, so these days it's more or less a combination of things that have been done before. Um, but anyone that gets butt hurt over someone kind of, you know, um, copying their style to some degree. Um, to me, uh, you know, they're, they're not going to enjoy life too much. Mm, well, I mean, and I can get it. My main thing is, and this is, this is absolutely 100% one of my base rules. Um, if I'm going to sell some shit, uh, I'm going to let the artists know, like, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of going off. I'm going to see if they want something for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I, I, Let's I, consider I, it. Yeah, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna paint up a, a, a mural here in Gillette and pretend that I am Jules Muck. I love Muck to death. She wouldn't kick my ass. I mean, they, like, okay, Donald Ross Scribe. Scribe Dude, is Jules is awesome, man. She's like one I of my her. crushes. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get, I don't get fanboyish over, you know, dude, the biggest stars in the world, celebrities and shit like that. I don't fanboy, but yeah. I, I've been around yeah. Jules. I haven't really met her before, but I've just been kind of like, he. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is point, my man. fairy grandmother. I want you to know that is my fairy grandmother. Um, <laughs> That's so love her that. and her work, dude. Her work is just awesome. Yeah, she well, has really, uh, amazing. Um, good, good. Go ahead. Um, she just and that's the thing about it. Like, I mean, everything in her 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 journey with sobriety, and she's got her. She's got like the basically a, a kind of a little rehab thing going on in Venice, and I mean, and she and she, she goes on muck tour. Um, and, and she's got that originality, that, that, that skill that I want to attain sometime. And I know it's going to take a lot of fucking work. I'm, I'm going to have to, I mean, I mean, I'm not, I'm talking about inside too, as a person, right, and, right. You know, with, uh, you know, substance abuse and things like that. And, and, you know, just, just pressing myself as hard as I can to come up with not only the, you know, the artwork that I know I'm capable of. But I'm a smart ass. When I do my characters, like the way they're holding <laughs> and things like that, oh, I put shit in there. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, when it comes to heart, 
Yeah, I, baby, I got enough for everybody. Just ask me for it, you know. Um, I love that. Not, awesome. not everybody gets what I'm saying. Sometimes I have to kind of explain it. Um, like in the alley. But dude, hey, you know what, though? If, if they're wanting to hear the explanation, you're already accomplishing something, you know. You're, yeah. you're, someone has enough interest to, to want to know. That's a beautiful thing, man. Well, but like, so that one, that like in the alley that with the with the with the bully, when I was doing some some characters of of uh, the one first thing I did was a coffee bear. It was a Care Bear spinoff. It was a coffee monkey actually. Um, and that, <laughs> but and I got some shit about that. But then when when I got all my stuff capped in the in the uh, in the in the alley, I made a Care Bear called Bratty Bear, and I made a whole fucking wall, and it was just like Bratty Bear. And there was a little explanation like Bratty Bear likes to destroy other people's stuff because he's hurt inside. Um, and we should help nice. him. And then the word of the day was tantrum. Um, the first word of the day was aphasia, which is like basically knowing what you want to say but not knowing how to say it. Oh you know, wow! Wait, what is it? Aphasia? Aphasia. Yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. You have to look that one up. But um, I will. But yes, dude. So I, I love. I love learning new words like that, especially stuff like yeah. you know, like that. It's, it's a lot more in depth than that. It's basically one of those. It's a. It's a. It's a disability. It's a learning disability. I mean. A, a mental block of some sort you know what i'm saying but um but then yeah like so then i use the word tantrum really i was like a tantrum like this is what i'm saying you know like we don't need to um i had written on that wall too i was like an artist call because it was my intention to go ahead and make that a legal alley i it was i thought it was permission now all of this was vandalism by the way so there was like 104 counts of like like character work Ooh, in there damn yeah. so when I got to the senior director of, of Chattanooga Public Art and had that hour long conversation, you know, it was, uh, you, she's like, you realize this is painting your own risk. And I'm just like, so you're, oh, yeah. And she's like, well, you know, are you, and she said, would you, you know, are you prepared if, if you got caught to see the judge? I'm like, yes, I'd love to. Because I mean, I'm, I'm going to tell him, like, look, I mean, I want a place where I can paint without consequence. And I'm sure there's a lot of other artists that do. And if we can do this, I've seen it done in other towns. Um, you're going to cut down on your vandalism. Yeah. And these guys want a place to practice and be discovered. You know, I mean, the throwies, yeah. there's a good part of, of, of writing in the graffiti um, lifestyle is just getting up. How many places can you put it? Uh, how, you know, like how, you know, just to be seen. And I get that. But then there's a lot of us out there that are doing it because it looks beautiful. And we just want have, uh, you know that kind of it's therapeutic it has a very therapeutic value to it as well yeah for all of us i mean that's how i deal with with uh emotion you tell them about priority you tell about what you're doing tomorrow no we'll get into that my five my boy just showed up talk about therapeutic i've tagged his rv um i guess i'll take oh nice yeah, let's, let's, that's all, all I right. got left. For yeah, let's, uh, we're going mobile. I love it, man. Um, yeah, we're coming up in on an hour. Grinso, so I can turn the camera around, what? right? Yeah, so show oh, me. Wow. Uh, yeah, nice. So we got to work on this a little bit. Ooh, I like that angle. <laughs> but oh, sweet. It's not, I mean, it's just cute stuff. His son's name is Jesse. Oh, sweet. I like that on the corner, man. Very cool, man. Grin's showing a lot, a lot of cool characters that he's doing. Uh, Can you see this? TV right now. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, yeah, dude. We're seeing everything. Oh, oh, hold on. I got the sound off. Hold on a minute. Nice, man. There you go. Nice. Uh, I can't hear you for a second. Hold on a minute. 
<laughs> but I mean, there's my truck for right now. That's Whoa. gonna change again. <laughs> Dude. That's awesome. That's awesome. Those gradients are really coming together, man. <laughs> The eyes, I love the eyes, dude. But <laughs> Grin's got a knack for characters, man. That's that's what. Oh, let me get you back to where we were, dude. You are honing and honing and honing it down, man. That's, that's awesome to see, man. True artists, you know, they uh, they can continue to develop, you know, throughout their life. Sorry about that. I uh, I couldn't I couldn't hear you the whole time. Now we were just uh, admiring the characters that you drew, man. It's really cool, all the different types of characters, and also the gradients are really coming in, man. So uh, I can really see that uh, Jules Muck influence, man. Like uh, like well, I said. Right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh. I got my thing stuck again. Okay. There you go. There you are. But dude, you can definitely see that you got uh, some really good can control, you know, and you're at a you're at a point where um, you know um, you can go any direction with that, and I really really uh, enjoy the the work that you're doing right now. So um, when you're saying that you want to kind of find your you know your own style or whatever, um, dude, I think you're well on your way, you know um well, and i don't know that you would a style you know and then i was just saying that artists continue true artists continue to develop throughout their life you know they, they move on to new things and new things and new things um and uh dude you're if you're this good at this point um i i mean you're as, as good as you know can control wise and skill wise as uh a lot of the other artists out there the, right. you know, the, the, the good ones the really good ones just keep some of the great brother. ones yeah you know what i mean i think that's the the, the main thing man like you know i think our, we're all artists on this journey man and uh, what are you gonna say it depends that? on what it is that you want to accomplish you know that's what it all comes down to is what it is you want to accomplish we're yeah, coming up on an hour or so but what were you, were you gonna say okay well um, the, the main thing is and that's just it um it's uh, thanks for the compliment i appreciate that um, and and maybe I will, maybe I'll I'll stay where I'm at and whatnot. But I've got an army behind me. I love Jules Muck to death. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, oh no no no, I'm, you'll never you'll never stay where you're at. No no you no no. Are no, gonna I mean, always move move forward and and move up. I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah, the thing I, that's it. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about all the other artists. Like I've 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 got. I mean, there's a list, and I can't. I mean, I tag them in that Facebook page. But like, I I grow when they grow too. If that makes sense, yeah, you know? absolutely, absolutely. With the with the cans, I found out, obviously I found out that Iron Lack is being sold at home at uh, Hobby Lobby for six bucks a can, and they've got tips. I've been running Rusto cans until about a year ago, two years ago. So everything wow. is all just Rustoleum. So now I actually holy have cow, and that's okay for those of you who are just uh, who don't know this Rustoleum, you know. They, they're starting to make some some better colors these days, but the caps, you know, they're they're stock caps, and you can't really get good definition with them, you know, they, with with like Iron Lack and Montana and and um, some other cans, you have different caps where you can get a nice thin line, you can get a fat line, you get all these different effects with just the spray cap, and it makes all the difference in the world when you're when you're working on pieces, 
Um, dude, Grin, we're going to have to have you on um, yeah, like man, several gonna... times because you're not um, telling all your stories that you mentioned. We right, got, but... we got still <laughs> too, way too many stories that uh, we yeah. need to get from you. And um, yeah, so, you know, it's not going to be like in a row, but um, we've got some That's other guys we got to run through, but dude, I am, I'm very, uh, I'm very curious to, uh, to hear more stories. Um, I really enjoy your company. Um, and, uh, dude, your, your, um, your efforts and your energy really inspire me, man. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I really, I, I, I'm not trying to be the Joe dirt on this one, but yeah. And I got people to bring along like Mitchell McGuire loves you teach. I want you to know that all my, all of the stencil work that, that he's done. And that he taught me how to do came from you. So this is a great honor. And like, oh, he's man, thank you. Thank you. Mitchell. We, we'd love to have him on, man. And uh, like I said, bro, absolutely. Like, you know, this is this is our first time meeting uh, over Zoom, man. And I get nothing but good energy from you, man. And like, uh, uh, we yeah. appreciate your support, man. And like I said, part of like, that good energy is not being afraid to show what bad energy you've been through. You know what I mean? People that try to hide how they get sometimes. Yeah, that's that's not necessarily good. You know, I love people who show everything that they are. And you've yeah. definitely done that, dude. And I really, really appreciate that. All right. Well, let's let's just shoot for again. And like, again, thank you. Like all the, 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 the just the opportunity, like the recognition, guys, like we're all going to get better. And that's cool. And I yeah, just I love thank it. Man. And, and, hey, man, I want to go out to Wyoming to, to eat it with you with you at that Applebee's out there because I know there's an Applebee's dude. <laughs> there's one. <laughs> we'll make sure that you don't that, that you don't pet the buffalo because that you, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen those videos, bro. But anyways, Grin, it's awesome talking to you, brother. Um, we'll we'll chat again in another episode soon, okay? To the audience, I'm looking uh, forward to it. Uh, follow us at PTTP Show. Leave us a review on iTunes. Love you guys. Take care and peace. Hey, what's up? It's James. And teacher. We just want to tell you a few ways that you can support us. Financially. That's right. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash PTTP show. Inside the Patreon, you can find a few different packages. We got everything from like a dollar all the way up to $5,000. You know, like if you're business, you want to do some advertising, you want to be a guest on the show or something like that. But you know what? We appreciate any way you guys would like to support us. This is just another way of doing it. Or access the shop at lastreart.gallery. Check out the shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace.